This episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast is sponsored by Mr. B, the only potato chip made in the great state of West Virginia. Check out their products in your local grocery store or online at mrb.com. Creating the best version of West Virginia is something we all want to do. It's what we're hoping to accomplish with Mountaineer Media, highlighting and promoting incredible mountain staters who are transforming the state and its communities for the better. And the two guys we've got today are doing the same thing by making West Virginia a place to call home. Jacob Skinner and Jordan Chris are the founders of something called Building Appalachia, a real estate group in Southern West Virginia. They revitalize the community by buying, selling, and renting distressed properties and turning them into homes that families want to live in. Jacob and Jordan are also Charleston natives, so beautifying their hometown, well, that's a big deal to them. Stay tuned for their personal story and how they've built Building Appalachia. Yeah, this episode is chock full of great information if you're looking to buy or sell a home or if you're just interested in the housing market and the economy. You definitely will enjoy this episode. And we also have some pretty big news regarding building Appalachia and Mountaineer Media, so be sure to pay attention in the first part of this podcast. But let's get to it right now. Mace, hit the music. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast. Cooper Zimmerman, CJ Harvey, with a couple of great dudes here. We've got Jordan Christ and Jacob Skinner of Building Appalachia. Fellas, good morning. What's happening? Good morning, man. Good morning. Yeah, good yeah, good stuff. So before we get going, we also wanted to announce that Building Appalachia and Mountaineer Media, hey, we're partners now, guys. We're uh, <laughs> going to be doing some uh, content creation for you guys over the next couple of months and uh, helping you guys build your website and and trying to get some of that stuff going on social for you too. And, you know, uh, I think this is a match made in heaven when it comes down to it because of what Building Appalachia is all about. And you know, it's not just like a real estate company. You guys aren't just like building houses and flipping houses. It, it's got such a, a meaningful um, story behind it and why you guys kind of starting Appalachia, building Appalachia. And maybe that's kind of where we start today is both of you kind of filling us in about what building Appalachia is, how it came to be and kind of where it's at now. Or I'm happy to. You want to take that? Yeah, I can take that one. <laughs> Man, it started out with just us. He messaged me one day and said, hey, I, I think we could start flipping houses. And I was like, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't have my own house. I got a good job. And then I started thinking about it. Actually, he sent me a couple books. It was Find, Fund, Fix and Flip. He sent me some books. And we were I was working at UPS at the time. So I started reading them on the package car. I had them downloaded on my tablet. And I was like, hmm. I hate this job, but this sounds interesting. So <laughs> on a whim, man, I just cold turkey dropped this job, this nice supervisor job, and we just started hitting the pound, hitting the ground running. 
that's how it really started. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a true story there. So well, Jacob, what made you look into it? Like, did you just, you kind of start seeing stuff in the real estate market? You're like, man, I could, we could be in this. Or like, what kind of motivated you? I think not only myself and Jordan, but I think everybody, they see like financial freedom in real mm-hmm. estate. And a lot of the, you know, the big names out there got their, you know, start in real estate and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that, these guys are onto something. See, that that's kind of where mm-hmm. it started for me. You know, I, I know some people locally and, you know, you know, the famous people, the Warren Buffetts, the uh, uh, Shaquille O'Neal's, the Magic Johnson's, all these Donald Trump, of course, mm-hmm. all these people who got started in, in real estate and they, you know, they built a mountain of wealth. And, you know, I know some people locally here and that's kind of what, you know, got my got my interest really. So I thought if they could do it, why not me? If I worked hard enough, learned enough and uh, asked the right questions to the right people, why couldn't mm-hmm. I be like them? So it started that way. And here we are. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's a fellow that I know around here, you know, I, I used to like wait tables actually. And, you know, he'd always come in there and, you know, I'd pick his brain a little bit. And I asked him one day, I was like, May I ask how many houses do you own? He's like fifty-eight. I was like, "What? Fifty-eight <laughs> yeah. houses? How the heck did you do that?" Uh, we're still friends to this day, you know. And uh-huh. now he's upwards of like hundred and twenty. Uh, wow. That was, you know, God, ten plus years ago that uh, you know I met him and started picking his brain about stuff. And it took me a really long time to to get started. It's kind of like you know back and not acting on anything but that's where i you know i sat dormant for a long time until uh i approached jordan and was like let's do this thing man <laughs> the timing was right yeah that's that's, yeah. that's interesting i mean and to for folks listening you guys are more than just real estate flippers i would say because it seems like and you know, correct me if this is not accurate that you basically find homes that are on the line of being distressed homes that are, you know, potentially not going to be able to make it unless someone comes in and really does something. You all find those homes, you know, renovate them, work with them, assuming the tenants or, you know, whoever the future owners are and really almost like saving a community. I see it as like, instead of letting something just be like an eyesore on a block and then like, like too often happens in West Virginia communities, a house will get get boarded up and then it kind of just sits there. Um, which can lead to all kinds of other problems. Um, you all kind of find, identify those and really just give people the, like the satisfaction of owning a home, right. And, and getting them in a place that they can be proud of and not, you know, ashamed to come back to. Is, oh, yeah. that, is that an accurate statement? Yeah. yeah. So money, money is a great motivator, of course, for this, but like, if you don't have like a drive, a meaning or purpose, like behind what you're doing, like you're probably going to fail. Uh, and that's a lot of, you know, our driving meaning, you know, we, we don't, you know, we're not in it just for the almighty dollar profit. You know, we, mm-hmm. we do want to help. Uh, we were both born and raised here in West Virginia and, you know, primarily Kanawha County. Uh, I'm from Austin's West side, which is, you know, one of the, you know, poverty impacted places mm-hmm. around here and that need, you know, need probably the most work. So I'm passionate about uh, buying homes and, and renovating them, especially, uh, in that area and providing mm-hmm. affordable housing for people, whether they're, they're renting or, uh, you know, first time home buyers. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Yeah, we're, helping, I, we're helping a variety of people, you know, from the sellers to the buyers, to the renters. So it started out just, we're looking for cheap houses to 
fix and flip and sell and make money. Okay. And then it's just, it's changed over the years. You, you, you have sellers that have problems. Okay. For one of the first ones we did, um, the mother passed away and the son and the grandkids are looking for somebody that can take over a house. that's very outdated and, you know, turn it into something nice. That was the, one of the first ones we did. So at that point, we, it kind of switched a little bit. It's, it's, you got to help the sellers first, mm-hmm. but it's got to be a win-win for everybody. You can't just go into it for, for a buck. You, you've got to be able to help people. So we look at um, debts in the family is one that we really try to help those people out. They're already stressed out. Um, you know, things are going on. Then they have this estate. They have, don't know what to do with it. So that, that's one you know, piece of it. And then you've got people that are going into foreclosure and getting ready to lose their homes or get mm-hmm. behind on taxes, things like that. So um, we try to find those people and help them first. And then we go and there's, you know, there's already foreclosures out there that are vacant in terrible condition. Probably 50% of our business comes from foreclosures. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also all about the sellers. What, what can we do to help you? And if, if the numbers match and meet up, then, then we're going to be able to help them out. So, so it goes from there and then you're, you have to exit. You've got to, you've got to sell that house. You've got to figure out how to rent that house or, you know, you've got to, you got to, you have to have an exit strategy. You have to have options. So over the years, over the four years, we, our strategies definitely changed and we're just iron sharpens iron kind of thing. We keep doing this, mm-hmm. doing this, doing this and, and learn and learn and learning. And then we have more options for people. Yeah. So in, in, this is a very much a beautification process. I mean, you, you want to make these houses and these, these properties shine and glow and kind of be, um, you know, part of the community, right? It's, it's more or less, not just about finding somebody to move them in, but you, you want the place to, to kind of be a centerpiece of the community and like, Hey, we can, we can help build these communities back. I mean, building Appalachia, you want people to come here and you want by the way those properties exactly to uh to shine in those communities yeah that definitely makes us us feel good um you know not only us but you know the community uh i'm sure appreciates that because we take you know a house that's really really ugly on the streets the neighbors hate it uh there's homeless you know people uh breaking into it potentially burning it down uh it more or less devaluing the proper the properties of the property owners next to it um so you know we we take pride in you know purchasing that house renovating it making it nicer newer and you know really selling it for a premium because you know that ultimately helps the city uh the county taxes state taxes provide jobs uh and most importantly the neighbors like they appreciate it because you know they you know, they thought their house was a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar house, and it's the same beds, baths, and style as ours. And we take and we do it, make it up really, really, really pretty, and sell it for a hundred and forty thousand dollars. Well, they're going to thank us, you know, that we mm-hmm. just raised their property value. Bumps it up for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And buildingappalachia.com, folks are listening to this. You can go to buildingappalachia.com and check all this out. Check um, them out on, on all of their social media platforms too, because uh, you guys do have some great videos of like going in to houses for the first time that are just like, whoa, okay, this thing needs a lot of cleanup. And then you'll kind of do like the, uh, you know, the six months later, however long it takes you. And then you're like, holy smokes, this place is completely different. It's almost like HGTV. You guys, those things are like satisfying. To, they're like satisfying yeah. to watch too. I love yeah. seeing like the before and after. <laughs> yeah, anything definitely. Like yeah. 
I try to do as good as I can on those, man. I don't, <laughs> I, I've been joking around. I need somebody to follow me around with the camera because I go into <laughs> a lot more houses than I'm, than I'm able to record, you know, um, right. and Jacob, Jacob too. He's been in some, he's been in some crazy ones recently. So <laughs> like, <laughs> we do need like a little, somebody to follow us. Uh, that definitely check out that Tennessee street uh, duplex that we're, that we're doing right now. That video Oof, that one's a wreck. <laughs> well, I think, it, I mean, it's, to me, it's, it's particularly cool that like, I've always long said that like in West Virginia, like we're all West Virginians, there's a feeling of like wanting to, you love your state, you want it, you improve it. But then it's also, um, I would say most people are not expecting something to come like, I call it like swooping in and fixing West Virginia or saving West Virginia. Like in my opinion, that's not coming. Like we're not going to have one company, one industry that comes do it. So I always like finding in, when I get inspired by people that are like, no, like to change West Virginia, to grow West Virginia, to make West Virginia a fun place to be and a happy place to live and work, it has to come from within. And so yeah. I love that you guys are from West Virginia, fixing and building something inside of West Virginia for the sake of bettering the community. Um, because I think a lot of people, we get stuck in this rut of like waiting on something to like happen to us or something, you know, tell you what West Virginia needs. It's something external. And then this, if they could get this in there, it's like, who are these, they people like, no, like yeah, if yeah, you want to yeah, fix yeah, your, yeah. if you want to fix your place where you live, be the, be the two people that say, you know what, screw it. Like we're going to be the ones that actually do that. So I, I love, I love seeing that. Um, I love seeing success stories like that with you guys and, and building the from internal from West Virginia. Um, and Jacob, I went to Stonewall Jackson Middle School, so I, I was grew up definitely over there on the west side. And went to, Me went too. to Stonewall. Did you? <laughs> nice man. Yeah, Stonewall was uh, Stonewall was intense, man. It's sports, like I played basketball, there'd be like two thousand people at our game. Like it was like the oh, whole yeah. community would come. It was like pressure. We were like little thirteen year old kids. And I'm like, you know, like don't miss the layup. <laughs> yeah, like our coaches were so serious, and like the whole community's there. It was intense, man. Man, Coach Swain just retired. That, that's like I know. That. I know, I man. That, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> you know what though? What's funny? He retired from coaching football, but he's he's still ho helping coach at Nitro High School. Awesome. And yeah, they just won a state championship last year, so he's still like, of course he's they did, right? He he's still he's an assistant coach at Nitro, so he retired. It's like a half retirement. So we'll, uh, we'll like thirty years or something. This to him. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool, actually. They had like all of these kids. That, that played with them over 30 years, lined up behind, like, the other side of Lately Field. And Jeez. then, like, he had no idea they were coming, and then they, like, started marching out, and it's like all of these people were showing up from his past and his history. It was it was neat, yeah. It was oh. neat. Um, so, anyway. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys are doing great work. Just piggybacking off what Cooper was saying, too. It's like, you know – Nobody from the outside is coming in. And if they are coming in from the outside, then that's a red flag in itself because they mean that means they're probably coming in and looking for something other than just helping this place out. Right. So it really does need to start from the ground up. And you guys are doing that. So, you know, it, it's definitely it's a, it's a movement that we're happy to be a part of. And God, we can't do it ourselves. We're definitely not the only game in town, but if we can inspire somebody uh, right. and create a like mind and even partnerships, like we we work with other investors as well, like and we we all you know have a similar common goal, and I would say the majority of the people uh, that are in this business are not in it for bad reasons. They're you mm -hmm. know they're in it to help. Uh, yeah. These are these are special kind of people really and like i said we're we're glad to be a part of that
What's up guys, Cooper here. I wanted to bring you an important message that this podcast is sponsored by Raised Rub. Raised Rub is a delicious West Virginia original recipe seasoning that you can put on beef, chicken, wild game, casseroles, stews, you name it. I've done it, it's delicious. You can find it at raisedrub.com. You can also jump on Amazon, search Raised Rub, it'll be right there. It's on our website, it's on our social media. Delicious stuff, Brody, the owner, is a rock star entrepreneur, really cares about community people in West Virginia, and this stuff is legit. So we highly encourage you to give it a try at your next cookout or just at night at home making dinner for yourself. So Raised Rub, raisedrub.com, grab yourself a bottle. Is there a housing shortage in America? I've been reading, like, talk about, like, supply side stuff, like, you know, and whether this, because the last, like, what, year we've seen home prices increase, you know, sometimes 10, 15, 20%. Like, we're kind of casually looking to buy a home. And it's like, if you're not offering, like, 50 grand above offering, and sometimes they're, like, gone the next day. So is in America, and specifically West Virginia, because I think, during COVID, a lot of people kind of realized, wait a second, maybe it is cool to live, you know, not in the downtown city, but maybe I do want to move to like something like West Virginia where I can have, you know, easier access to outdoors and a sense of community and stuff. So we should benefit from that movement that you were kind of speaking of, Jacob. Um, but is like in general, like, are, is there just not enough homes for how many people want homes right now? Yeah, that's there accurate. Is. Yeah, that's accurate. There, there's a couple issues. People are moving. They're, like you said, they're moving out of big cities. They want something, you know, a little homier. Yeah. Um, but materials are so high, builders can't really build right now. They can, yeah. but they might lose their shirt. So mm. people are looking. That's why the competition is so stiff. Like you said, when you go offer on a home, you're getting blown out of the water unless you're twenty to $50,000 higher than the asking price. So yeah. Definite, definite, definite shortage. We have people moving here from out, out of state. Um, and we find that with our rentals, too competition is steep so we're making now we're making our rentals as nice as we can um and trying to extract that maximum rent rent value out of it because mm. competition's high people are willing to pay more to yeah. move from a you know a not so nice place into one of our really nice places so it's it's an inter- inter- definitely an interesting time for us we early on i mean we, we've had houses sit on the market for a year the first house we did sat on the market for a year and we were clueless as to why Right. Now, here in one day, yep. yeah. <laughs> now, now it's yeah, one day, one Flip day, they're gone. gone, two days, gone. Yeah. Jeez. Maybe you guys can even get into that a little bit more about just your all story, too. Because when we had talked kind of like a pre interview style thing, you, you had said that over the course of four mm-hmm. years now, you guys are in your fourth year or fifth year. This is coming, we're coming around into the fifth, um, yeah, here in April. Next day, yeah. April, we'll complete that fourth year. Yeah. And you said that, man, early on, like you said, it was hard. It was really hard for you guys to to sell. And now it's becoming easier for a couple of factors. One, yeah, maybe there is a shortage, but then definitely name recognition. When you guys have kind of planted and stamped your name on these projects, I'm sure that they have been able to, you know, move quickly now. But maybe you can walk us back because I know that you said early on it was a struggle and that was pre-COVID. You know, it was a struggle. Yeah to, to yep. keep building Appalachia moving and, and, you know, thriving. I was definitely regretting my life decisions there for the first couple of years. <laughs> you I left this nice cushy management oh, job. You <laughs> went out on a limb and yeah, all of a sudden you're like, Oh man, what did I do? <laughs> Go from $80,000 a year to $0 a year for the first two or three. Like I was, that'll humble you. Yeah. That'll yeah. Humble yeah. You. Real quick. Like, yeah. It was tough. It was tough. The first deal we got into, I mean, 
our, our lender loaned us on the purchase and I loaned on the renovations. We had a crappy contractor. We had a, uh, the school next close to the neighborhood burned down. They ripped the road up and replaced all the utilities and it sat for a year. My investor made more money than we made on that one. Like we didn't yeah. make anything. We had to pay him out of our own pocket. <laughs> so that, was, <laughs> that sucked. Then the next one was good. That was a probate house that we helped a friend out on and we did good on that one. The third one was uh, uh, God, a nightmare. Um, long renovation time, bad contractors, bad, bad. Con- I would say bad. A lot, of our, a lot of our friends, we had a lot of our friends working on our houses, but they didn't really know what they're doing. You know? Right. Um, had to do a lot of things twice there. Fourth house came around. I don't even know if I'm legally allowed to talk about that one right now, but it was a good one. But we had a general contractor, finally hired a general contractor, and he did a crappy job. So they were sitting there like, oh, what, what you are you doing right? <laughs> yeah, well, how do I keep losing on these? Um, and then... 2018 rolled around and I think that's when we kind of started getting into rentals. We found some pretty dirt cheap houses, out-of-state sellers. Um, people started recognizing what we're doing. We, I think we flipped a couple in 18 and then we bought a nightmare project in 2018. It was a 4,500 square foot mess, four beds, four and a half baths. It's a big we house. It, it <laughs> was massive. I'll never do it again. And I but don't the most beautiful it. job ever. Beautiful. Oh, might say. <laughs> oh, God, it turned out amazing. It turned a map. Five Dream View Drive, if you want to go look at that one on our website. That one turned out amazing. But it was an 18-month project. Again, my lender made more money on it than I did because it lasted way too long. Right. And uh, and that was a very depressing, depressing time for us because we bought it in 2018. It didn't We didn't sell it until March 2020, right before COVID. Thank God. Mm. Actually, if we still own that house, it probably be worth $100,000 more than what it is. <laughs> What, what we sold it yeah. for. Yeah. So that's that's also depressing. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we I mean we've been kicked in the mouth so many times, so many times, so many times. And then me and him had a discussion and we said, look, we gotta change some stuff up or we're not gonna survive. So that mm-hmm. was the talk in 2020. And uh 2021 we came out of the gate swanging. So Jacob has really, really we're we're finding our lanes now. We know mm-hmm. what lanes we're supposed to be. Yeah, crisscrosses sometimes. Um, we help each other out. We have discussions about things every single day. Um, but, man, early 2021, he was locking houses up left and right. And now at the end of 2020, 2021, we're back at it again. We had some period in the middle there where we were in some renovations that were pretty heavy. And uh, we slowed it down a little bit. We made a partnership with some guys in Columbus that I, I met up in a mastermind in, in Mexico. They're killing it for us down here. Um, and we've, we've locked up like six houses, seven houses in the last 30 days. That's so, amazing. So yeah. th- things change quick. You just have to like focus in. You got to talk to your business partner. You got to figure out where you're going with this thing or you're just going to be shuffling your feet, you know? So that that's what I would say to anybody that's young trying to get into it. Get ready to get kicked in the mouth because you're going to yeah. until, until, you, until you learn. You got to learn. You got to learn fast. got to fail. I think you learn. One of the big things that, you know, I'm taking from that is like persistence. Like you, you definitely have to be persistent, which goes back to like you, you got to have a drive. You got to have a passion uh, for what you do. And we definitely do. I guess we're too hard headed to quit. Um, but <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple of things that, you know, Jordan might have skipped over. Like, you, you know, we've had some, you know, we've been kicked in the mouth a lot, but we've also had some, you know, huge wins. And, you know, those, those little, little wins is, are what, uh, you know, help keep us motivated, 
right. help keep us moving in the right direction. Um, you know, when you uh, lock up a contract and you purchase uh, 14, 20, 20 to 14, 20 houses from a guy, uh, 14 houses at this time uh, in this group, uh, that's a huge win for you. And, and, you know, in the midst of all the bad things, you know, we're doing really good things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you, heck, how many have we bought? Eight, nine, ten houses first half of this year. And then uh, four unit, four unit I know it's six beyond that. Uh, we're working on some multifamily, you know, 20 unit uh, purchase. I mean, there's some, there's some, really good things that in there like i said you just got to be persistent and you got to have a try and then what really uh changed for us was um doing stuff the right way like developing a system uh, for what we do and you know not making mistakes uh we're, we're learning from our own mistakes and learning from other people's mistakes that that's what's helped us a lot uh in in succeeding or yeah. getting yeah. getting turned into the right direction. Another thing metaphor. we learned too is our, our partnerships with our contractors are like A plus. Mm-hmm. They're our they're our best friends. I treat them well. I don't beat them down on price. I know a lot of the other flippers are, and I've heard from contractors. Yeah, they just want to beat me down on price. They want to beat me down. I don't argue. The price is the price. Okay, you guys know materials and labor better than I do. That's not my job. My job is to help sellers and, and find buyers. Your job is to get this house up running perfect, mm-hmm. right? So knowing that, knowing these guys and, and meeting with them weekly and taking them out to dinner and just doing stuff for them has just created really, really good relationships, you know? So I don't have to worry about Joe Schmo screwing up my plumbing anymore. Like I'm, that's beyond me. That's beyond mm-hmm. me. So hire professionals, mm-hmm. vet them. Go to their jobs. Look at what they're doing. See how they work. Those are things that have helped us uh, move past our struggles. I was going to say that's probably because it seems like now. I mean, you follow people like like Grant Cardone, right? I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Um, you know, very I would say flamboyant, like in your face kind of real estate investor. Um, but you know, he's like everyone gets in real estate. Everyone gets in real estate. I think some people now in this marketplace are probably jumping in, not knowing that, like you guys yeah. just said, you're going to yes. get kicked in the mouth. Um, and which I think maybe it's the only way to learn. I mean, like it's hard to say anything in life. One I mean, the best like, ways to learn. Yeah, I mean, like if it if it doesn't challenge you or it's not extremely difficult, maybe you know it's not worth pursuing. So um, I appreciate you guys like giving that kind of like hedge. Like, hey guys, if you're going to jump into this, kind of expect some of these early, you know, challenges and, and whatnot. Um, and I could imagine, yeah, like your, your relationship with the, the general contractor um, that does, you know, a lot of the, the work and oversees that work is so important. Um, and then I like what you said, like, you gotta, you can't just take somebody's word for it. Like, yeah, I do good work. It's like, you guys are like, no, like, let's see the work that you've done. Um, and then, you know, and then base the relationship on that moving forward. Yeah. I was too trusty in the beginning, honestly, way too trusty in the beginning, but yeah. now, now I'm trusty too because I've seen I've been working <laughs> seen it for a, years, a different but, level of trust. Verified yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What that, I can that, say trust that, but verify or something. Like, I think wrong. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's they, literally, the they literally are my best friends. Like, we go hang out, we go to dinner once a week, and and all that stuff. So they're they're my best buds. We we inseparable. They're all a little older than me, but yeah. I mean, I, we we provide them tons and tons of business, and we're flipping houses together now they want to get yeah. into it i want to do it together we're in a partnership you know no, i love it good. 
Yeah. Now, talk to me about the price. So someone goes to buildingappalachia.com, either they're trying, is that where they can go to find houses that you currently have or or maybe both that if they have a house and they want to sell it, what's kind of like the onboarding process? So, you know, folks listen to this, they're in West Virginia, um, they're curious about what you guys do or hell, they even want to partner with you or, or buy or sell a house. What kind of like, what should they expect from you on the upfront communication? That's the major thing. Like, we, we do want to direct everybody to our website. That is, it's really a one-stop shop uh, okay. for any of your real estate needs. Like, uh, you know, general inquiry. Uh, this is where you'll be able to go and see all the properties that we have for sale, up-and-coming properties, uh, current projects that we're working on, our rentals. When they become available, you can uh, see them on there. If you're looking to sell your house as well, uh, you go to buildingappalachia.com. Uh, I mean, literally click sell your house. You put your name, your phone number, your email in, and uh, myself or Jordan will reach out to you. Um, we'll, you know, make you familiar with the process, tell you a little bit, you know, as much as you want to hear or as little as you want to hear, um, ask you some questions about your house and see how we can help you. Uh, it's, it's really, really simple. Uh, there's, uh, a whole breakdown of that process on there as well. And heck, you can check out like our past projects as well. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, this is like, I would say I haven't been on a, like a real estate website quite this. Like, I don't it's know. Easy like you said, use. Concise. It's easy yeah. to use. And like, yeah. you can see these hey, houses clearly for yeah. sale. Shout out to Top Results Consulting for that. They are, this is another thing that we've learned in this industry. Get yourself a coach, get yourself a mentor. These guys are more than website builders for, for us. We get on a weekly call with them. They coach us up. Sean Tiberio and Roger Valdez are a couple, another couple of my best friends. We take trips out into the woods. I've met them out in Arizona. I went canoeing down the Colorado River <laughs> for three days and camping on the side. But they build my website. Okay, so yeah, they're friends. They're business partners. They're mentors to us, they, and they do great work. I think I sent this to CJ the other day, man. They, they have awesome, awesome customer support. And uh, they're just great guys in general to work with. So like Jacob said, we're a company of two. If you go on there and you want to sell your house, you're talking to me or him. Um, Mm -hmm. You're not going to get any foreign, you know, pick up dial service or anything like that. You're talking to one of us. Um, It's where our houses are listed to buy. Our our rentals are on there. And if you, if you want to partner with us on something, we're trying to push this a little bit more. We can only do so, so much. We can only, buy as many houses or do as many projects as we have funding for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have an investor page on there. If you want to partner with us on deals, our lifeblood is our investors. Um, we have probably 10 to 20, 10 to 15 that fund the majority of our projects, but we're looking for more people that want to get into this with us because we can do more good if we have more funding. And we know the really, money can out start there. out that way. Like if you want to learn, like people want to, learn like I if mean, they're intimidated you, by actually doing the right yeah so they, yeah, they that's like if you can be as up. active or as passive as you want to and for the first part you know I, that's i mean a, a great starting point like if i would have started that way i wouldn't have made the mistakes that we we've made mm-hmm. um or in you know if you're investing in a, a project i mean by god you own this house really yeah so yeah. any information any questions any you know f- whatever you want to know about the house, you know, you're, you're inclined to that information and we can literally, you know, hold somebody's hand along the investment process and literally teach them real estate. Is there a minimum? Is there a minimum to invest for folks listening or there's not, no, 
Yeah. Okay. No, because we have dollars. projects of all, yeah, million dollars. <laughs> we have <laughs> projects of all different sizes. We can get houses for 15 grand. We can get houses for 100 grand and have to put 100 into them. So mm. if you've got a quarter of a million dollars laying in a savings account, I can make you a lot more money than what, what that's doing. But if mm-hmm. you, same thing with your 15, though. Uh, we'll give you an example. Yeah, we'll go ahead and do it. Uh, we bought a house the other day for 15 grand. Jacob trying to help these out-of-state folks. The father passed away. They don't want to deal with it. We buy it for 15000 We turned around and just sold it to another landlord for 30000 So mm-hmm. we made fifteen. That guy's going to make 100000 on that thing over the course of that property's life, maybe more. Right. So we're help a seller, help the buyer. You know, we're helping it, helping ourselves, everybody in between. And it's this same guy, like he is a, well, he's not, I don't, I would, I would say he's probably not as experienced as us. And, you know, I've expressed to him, he's like, I've, I've, I've tried to do this in the past and it's, it's bit me in the butt. Yeah. And yeah. so I, you know, I opened up to him, I explained, I was like, man, you know, I just don't want to sell you this house, you know, and, you know, let that be that. Uh, I've already had a contractor walk it. If you need some help with contracting that uh, that worked out, getting contractors, building a scope of work, let let me know. Uh, I'm hoping that we can you know work together in the future as well. He you know expressed that you know, that was obviously something that he's very very interested in and that he probably will do. So yeah. the, you know we're building partnerships. Yeah, check out to Appalachian Ambassadors on our on our page there. That is contractors, insurance agencies, lenders, um, the whole nine people that we've used before. That we we've asked them, hey, you did really good work here. Would you like to be on our website so that we can direct people that ask us these questions about who do you have to, to your you? So, yeah, to you. You you can call them, and I get no kickback off of that. That's just to help other people. Yeah, find, that's amazing. People that we mm-hmm. know in the community, and those are all West Virginia-based companies too. So. Yeah, yeah. No, this is I'm looking. At, this is buy amazing. fresh, buy local. Yeah, now fresh, how, buy local, buy local. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy homes how, local. <laughs> how how important? Like, talk to me about like real estate agents because I um, you know, I think some people that I mean, I haven't bought a home. I like accidentally submitted my information on uh, Zillow for this house, and this guy like, oh, he's oh, been God. like blowing, he's nice. been like hounding, like, hammering me, calling me. He found me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and he's like, you know, he's just like crazy, like involved trying to get me to to talk to him, but. Talk to me about because I don't want to knock real estate agents. They do a good profession. Like, what would you say no, we couldn't good, do without? Yeah, like what's some good recommendations for someone like when they work with like an agent? Like, what are the things that maybe they should like be looking for? And that's and what's a, what should they expect? I guess I would tell you like not to not put your information in Zillow because honestly, for some people like that's that's a starting point. You know, Zillow. You know, despite the calamity behind them, I think that's you know. That's an avenue. And like mm-hmm. you say, for some someone like yourself, you may not know any better. Mm-hmm. But en- enough of us know somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. And if you can uh, work with a real estate agent that you know or is a good friend uh, of someone that you know, I would say probably start there. Uh, but then the next thing would be like to like really check out people's reviews. I mean, there's really 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 good real estate agents in this area and like i said before we we can't do our job without them Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't sell the majority of our houses real estate agents do uh so that's a partnership that you know we look to build as well and 
you know, we don't have time to show houses and, you know, ask, do listing questions. You know, a real right. estate agent is going to really take the brunt of the work for you, whether you're, you know, buying your first house or you're buying an investment property. Uh, the real estate agent is going to take you there, show it to you. Uh, they're going to help you negotiate. They're going to give you some tips and tricks and things and uh, also, you know, connect you with the right people. Uh, this is a to buy and sell a house. It takes more than a buyer and a seller. Uh, a lot of times there's uh, lenders, inspectors, uh, inspection companies, uh, title companies, uh, contractors that need to fix things. And uh, a good real estate agent is going to know and have these people in their back pocket and they Lined can up, uh, yeah. give you give you their contact information to share and help you through that process. Because uh, buying a house is probably the most stressful thing you will ever do. No question. Uh, number two, buying a car. But you, how many cars do you own in your life? But, mm -hmm. you know, you're buying this house, you're going to be there every single day and probably for a really, really long time. Cars mm -hmm. don't last 30 years. All right, let's be real. Finding a new job is really, really hard. I mean, you can use search engines for hours on hours and you usually end up right where you started still looking for a job. So hey, why not simplify the process and let the team over at Mountaineer Employment Solutions do the heavy lifting for you? And there's a good chance you'll start making money and putting that in your pocket, doing something you actually want to do. So what do you need to do? Well, first head over to beamountaineer.com and check out what they've got going on in your neck of the woods because they've got job openings all over the state of West Virginia. But hey, maybe you like talking in person about what you want to do. Well, they've got two offices, one in South Charleston and the other in Morgantown. So if you just want to talk to someone and kind of give them your thoughts on what you're good at, what you're skilled at, where your interests are, walk in and Bill Carter's team will make sure to help you out. So here it is again, Mountaineer Employment Solutions, West Virginia's premier talent acquisition and staffing leader, a proud partner of the Mountaineer Media Podcast. Now, Jacob, correct me if I'm wrong. You also work at uh, Moses, right? I do. I so do, you yeah. also flip, uh, you sell cars too. So you, you were in the business cars, of selling yeah. houses and cars. So you know one and yep. two there pretty well. I do. I do. You can help a lot of people. So I, I really like to help people with these hard decisions, <laughs> these really hard decisions that they got to make. Yeah. Buying a house, literally, buying a literally car. the biggest. Yeah, literally the biggest. Two <laughs> number one and number two, outside it's of getting married and having a kid, moments. buying a house and buying a car. Man, I like that I like to help people like mm -hmm. I've, I've been selling cars for almost in February it'll be nine years and anybody who's bought a car for me anybody who's worked with us in real estate they will tell you like this guy this kid he just I mean he wants to help and then that's so true I can mm -hmm. you know hand on a Bible I just want to help people out it, mm -hmm. it really makes me happy it helps me sleep at night yeah. I love it, man. I love it. How how yeah. important is like financial literacy? Because I think we all know that like in high schools, like none of us had classes on like mortgages or taxes or like anything no. like that. And I, I skipped think... those classes in college too. So you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I didn't. Well, they're barely I'm even. Like, oh well, I, what do I do? Well, they're barely in college. <laughs> they're barely in college curriculum either. Like core personal finance. Like what's a credit card? What's a student loan? What's a mortgage? Like that yeah. sort of thing. Like, yeah. When you all work with like lenders, do you you know is that important to you all that you find that good quality lenders that are going to walk the buyer? through like a really good process or at least yeah. educate them on it well I, 
okay, we'll start with this. If you don't have any financial literacy, I can definitely help you out with that. That's, <laughs> that's actually one of my side hustles. I'm a, I'm a consultant, a credit consultant. So we, I started doing that because we want to help people that want to buy houses from us be able to buy houses from us. Right. So yes, finding a lender first is, it is very important. You need to know where your credit score is at because you're not buying anything without a good credit score. And if you have problems with the credit score, you can come to me and I can help you with that. Um, there's great lenders in this area that will help you through that process. So your, your actual process should be when you're going to buy a house, you should go get a lender first, get pre-approved. Don't go to a real estate agent and go shopping before you even know if you're able to buy. Right. That's going to waste a whole lot of people's time. Um, so find a lender, get pre-approved, then start going go shopping. And if you have some time in the middle, catch some financial literacy with somebody like Myself, John Scholler's out there. He does a great job too. He's from this area. He's very smart. I'll be on his podcast uh, soon in December, and we're gonna we're gonna talk all about credit and, and what you need to do to be able to buy a house. There's mm-hmm. certain requirements that you need to have. So yeah, getting educated is huge. Well, I think people are intimidated by it because they also see like, well, interest rates. They get, they get told interest rates are low. This is like all these changing parts, and I don't think it's you know it it can be overwhelming for if you're not in that world all the time to to know if you're making a good deal or not a good deal. Um, so you don't want to be rushed and like check up your sense. It's a huge decision in your life. You don't want to make a a quick rush decision and get into something that, you know, maybe it's not going to work out for you financially or overspend and buy a house that's, you know, twice the amount that you truly can afford. Even if maybe you're pre-approved for that amount, be realistic with your budget and then see what you can actually afford. That's something that I'm worried about right now with this price inflation. People are buying $50,000 over asking price. You're starting out with negative equity. So if you try to move in the next five years, you're screwed. Yeah. Good right. luck. Yeah. Hopefully so you, settle you better down. think about that. Yeah. So hopefully you're going to be there for a while. Think yeah. about that before you go getting in way over your head. Because yeah, because that's I right. Because the appraisal that. value would have not have changed just because you paid fifty thousand exactly. more just to doesn't get make in. the house doesn't make the house. It doesn't just jump up by fifty per, you know thousand no. dollars. Like you just paid that much to get into it. So like, yeah. damn, that's important. Crash, what happens when it crashes and burns like it did in two thousand eight? It'll happen again. It's a yeah. cycle. So don't don't go overpaying. Golly, yeah. unfortunately, mountaineers we are not in a area that has like a huge inflation or, you know, fluctuation of uh, property values. Actually, like back in 2008, when the, everywhere else, like the bottom fell out of everything and uh, it, this exact scenario presented itself when people were trying to move and they were fifty, dollars $100,000 negative equity and they were foreclosing and the, the market was flooded with a million foreclosure properties. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Virginia actually took an appreciation jump in 2008. Hmm. In 2008-2010, uh, our true, property but I values increased. I wouldn't expect that to happen again, though. And yeah. really, you know, it just boils down to what a great place we live. We, we do live in. You <laughs> know, the West Virginia. live in so long. Beautiful scenery. And, hey, it's cheap. Like, you can buy a house, like, dirt cheap. You take, you, you literally take, take your house and transplant it into anywhere else and you know it's 30 40 percent higher just to purchase it put it out in some of these other places in california and you've got a million dollar house your your hundred thousand dollar house is a million dollars in california yeah yeah how do people afford that i have no idea 
Well, they I think part of the West part, Virginia. That's, yeah, that's yeah, and, and part of the the other problem you're talking about inflation and you know these appraisals and whatnot. It's just like you just don't know where things are going to go. Although, you know, back in 2008, we knew things were going to like as soon as everything collapsed, we knew it was going to get worse before it started getting better. But right now, it, it it seems like we're assuming that, but still, we haven't gotten to that point where it feels like it's getting worse yet. I'm, I'm not quite sure if it's still getting worse or if it's finally getting better. I don't know which direction we're going. I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> Nobody knows if we're getting better or not. We still got like you a said, lot of money in the system. And there's definitely a lot of, there's a lot of money, um, a lot of money chasing things that there's not a lot of. So that, that's going to definitely. Push. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. That's a great point. That's a great point. So, all right, before we like start closing shop here, I do want to say that um, Jacob is fighting and rough and rowdy here in a couple of weeks what um yeah so jacob is a fighter on the side here oh my uh, look at that, that dude kid. yeah so um one do you have any advice for us and two a little funny story back in college cooper cooper's got all of these little things that he tries and involves me in like two two little side stories this this one in particular he sent out a tweet it was like if this tweet gets 10 likes cj said he'll fight and rough and rowdy of course it gets like 20 20 likes and <laughs> never it, happened by the way never, never that was never a high enough bar 10 it's not likes. Too light. i can post a picture of my cat and get 10 likes in that, 2011 that was a lot of likes. Rowdy, that's a lot of likes, like in the 50 yeah. likes no 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 so anyway yeah more the, i didn't fight no i'm not a fighter look at these little puny arms compared to the guns yeah well I, I, yeah i will be fighting <laughs> Yeah. You know, who, do you know who you're fighting? I will be fighting. Do you know who it is, like or no? Like, I do. It's a. I, I don't. I forgot the last time I fought. It was you know a few months ago. I fought a guy from Tennessee, uh, and I fought him and I won, and he didn't like the, the rematch. decision. <laughs> what is it? The rematch, West Virginia, yeah, it's Tennessee. A, it's too. a rematch now. So we're doing that <laughs> December 10th at the Charleston Convention. Dude, no Center. way. Get out of yeah. here. You guys yeah, are such a crazy, dynamic right? duo. You guys yeah, have like, dude, these guys are all over the place, man. It's Can awesome. we sponsor? We need to put Mountaineer Media like logo on your shorts or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I like that would that. be sweet, man. Yeah. The hobby. So, yeah. Dude, I love it. Yeah, good deal. Best best piece of advice that you can give someone who's never fought before. That's good. Duck. No. <laughs> really? yeah, probably, probably don't. Yeah. That's, that's All right. Don't like If luck. you've never fought before, just don't. Uh, don't trust okay. some giant. I do it. I do it for sport. Uh, I don't yeah. like to like street fight or anything. I, I've probably been in a street fight or two, but I don't like to do that. But uh, yeah, just don't. Yeah. Train yeah. first. Train. All right. That's yeah. Good deal. Well, I love use it. Yeah, use the training for exercise. Don't just go get in bar fights. It's a bad move. You never yeah, know right. who you're gonna run. You never know who you're gonna run into. You might yeah, run, you'll into, run into like some five seven hundred and thirty five pound guy. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> well, you, you guys did just say getting kicked in the mouth is the best way to learn. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you go. You, I didn't know you guys meant that's that. The best way to get. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you want to learn the hard way, you just <laughs> go pick call, up fights. Yeah, oh, call Jacob. Awesome. He, he'll kick you in the mouth if you really. Jacob will wake you up. Well, look, guys, we're, we're super yeah, proud man. to be partners of you all. I yeah. mean, you're doing phenomenal work. Uh, you know, you're two charismatic, passionate individuals that have many hobbies and passions. And you know, you're making West Virginia better, straight up. I mean, you're making our state a better place to live, work for people that are currently here and people that, hey, look, welcome to West Virginia. Come to West Virginia, move to West Virginia. Uh, we certainly need it. So could not be uh, happier to have you guys on board. And, uh, you know, it was fun today uh, getting to know you guys even more so than we already do. Hey, we appreciate you guys reaching out to us, man. For real, we we 
we love this state, like you said, and we want to be a part of uh, making it a better place. You guys reached out to us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for following us. And thanks for giving us the opportunity. We're super excited about the partnership too. Like, I think you guys are doing great things as well. And you're getting, you're rounding that corner too in your business where you've probably taken some kicks in the mouth too, but you're passionate as well. And, and we, we know you guys are going to do good things. So, you know, thanks to you guys. We, we definitely appreciate it. It's perfect timing. This is exactly what we need. We need some more exposure. We want to help more people, um, you know, so thank you. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this latest episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast, episode 64. How time, time, time flies when you are having fun. Hey, Jordan, Jacob, thank you guys. We are ecstatic about our new partnership. We're ready to get working and really turn some heads, man. We are ready to go and think that this partnership between us can really make a difference for us and for you guys so thank you again for saying yes and jumping on board and again welcome to the mountaineer media team we're glad to have you along for everybody else that's still listening as always thank you for tuning in hopefully you enjoyed that episode very insightful about just what's going on in the world and of course in the housing market and how difficult it is to get in the real estate business and really how difficult it is to to flip homes and and if you're trying to buy or sell a home right now it's very difficult as well because of everything going on across the world so hopefully you guys all had a couple of good takeaways from that if you ever have any guest requests you know, make sure to drop us a line on any of our social media platforms or our website, mountaineermedia.org. You can find all of our episodes, our merch, and incredible blog pieces over on our website right now. So go do that if you haven't already. And as always, thank you again for tuning in. We'll be back here soon. Peace.